How do you recruit? Why should you recruit? When should you start recruiting? When should you stop recruiting? I'm gonna break all that down for you right here. Let's start with how do you recruit? First and foremost, let me make it simple for you. A lot of people struggle with the word recruiting or how do you recruit? How do you grow a team? How do you get agents interested in what you have to offer? First and foremost, if you're in the process of building a team, you need to make sure that you have proved your concept. You have walked the path and shown that you can be successful. And then you add additions to your team that will help you continue to grow and evolve. Don't just grow a team or recruit people because it's the hype thing to do, right? Make sure you're doing it because you truly want to grow. You truly want to help people, give clients better service, etc. So how do you recruit? Most people overcomplicate it. The easiest way to recruit is treat it like a business. Sounds simple, right? We all run real estate businesses. So what do you do in your real estate business? You generate a lead, you nurture the lead, you provide value, you share your value propositions, what you have to offer. Why should they buy or sell real estate? Why should they buy or sell with you? You have a process for that, right? Why don't we have a process for that for recruiting? It's the same exact thing. We get in our own way. We overcomplicate it. We don't know what to say. We don't know where to find these people. Number one, start by providing value. How can you become valuable to real estate agents? Meet them where they are. What's relevant in the current market? What are you doing that's working? What are some tips and tricks that you're seeing in your team, in your business that is working for you? Share it and you become the go-to. You become valuable. Your goal should be when you're recruiting is be more valuable than their current broker. Provide more value than they are getting where they are at. Are you able to provide more value to people, give them more tips, more tricks, more insight than where they're currently at? They have one or two, they have two choices. Number one, leave and come join you. Or number two, if something were to happen at their current brokerage, would choose you as their destination, right? So it's not, quit, quit trying to close on the first date when you're recruiting. It doesn't work that way. You have to provide value. You have to play the long game. You have to deposit into that relationship. But let me talk about, that's the how. Why should you recruit? You should recruit because you need to help people, right? A lot of people get a bad taste in their mouth with the word recruiting. They think, well, I'm not going to recruit because my culture is great. I hope your culture is great. It should be. But is your culture perfect? Or can that culture get better? So recruit to a subculture. Recruit to improve what you already have that is great. Because we can always be better. Bring people in strategically. Bring people in that are going to provide value to your organization, to your community, to your clients. That's why you should recruit. And you can't do great things without great people. So what are you doing to bring in more great people in your organization? It should be a focus that you are doing every single day. And then when? When should you start? Start yesterday. You always need to be looking for great people. But when should you stop? You should never stop recruiting. Take it from me. We grew very, very quickly. We brought on, uh, we had 20 agents beginning of the year. We brought on 22 agents over doubled in a 30 day period. And we put a, put the pause button on recruiting. Well, we didn't want to grow too fast. And that did nothing but bad things to our organization, to our agents, to our clients, because we need to focus on continually bringing more people in that have the right mindset that can motivate, inspire and push people to be better. Serve clients at a higher level. So don't make the same mistake I did. Don't stop recruiting ever. Don't get me wrong. You, not everybody, depends on your model, right? But not everybody wants a body shop. You don't want, want somebody that's breathing that just has a license. You want to bring in the right people. But the people that say, I don't want to recruit because my culture's great. I don't want to interrupt my culture. I want you to seriously do a deep dive. Tell me all the things that are wrong with your culture. What are things you wish could be better, could be improved? Because it's never perfect. You know how you fix that? 
recruiting fixes that. Well, Matt, how does recruiting fix that? Well, recruiting fixes your culture where you want it to improve because you recruit strategically. You bring on the right people that have the strengths where you are weak and you bring them on in such a way where you let them know I'm bringing you in to our environment so that you can help us get better in this area and this area. Can I count on you to do that? And now they lead by example in your organization, whether it's you want to get more prospecting done, you want to encourage some new initiative you're running, whatever it may be, bring people in strategically to help more people and continue to grow. A big thing that I also hear with recruiting is I don't know what to say. You don't know what to say when you're recruiting because you're trying to feature dump. You're trying to close them on the first date. You need to build a relationship and provide value over time. Will there be people that are ready to move right away? Sure. But let's put this in perspective. I said recruiting is just like buyer and seller business. But how many of us try to close the buyer or seller the very first time? The first time we talk to them, they're ready to buy or sell a house right now. It's very, very rare that happens. So why do we have the false expectations that recruiting is going to be any different? You have to play the long game, provide value over time. So build your processes around that. One of the ways you can do that, video content. Video content about a tip or a trick that's working. Top three ways we're getting through the interest rate hike. Whatever sales meeting that you just hosted with your team. What are some of the takeaways? Some of the role play lessons you learned. Share that with everyone. Create a brand and share content that works. Provide so much value that they are searching for your content. When they search for your content because you provide more value than their current broker, what's going to happen when that broker makes them mad? What's going to happen when they realize that they could get uh, more value at your company, right? They're going to eventually come because they see they see the value in it, but you have to allow that time to happen. You have to allow them to realize that it's a good move for them versus you thinking you're such a good salesperson and your company's so much better. You can close them on the first deal or on the first time you meet. Maybe some of you are, but that's unrealistic expectations to do for the first time. Think about what a real estate agent has to go through when they move over. They have to transfer their license. They have to do something with the current pendings or listings because if you're recruiting them, I would assume you'd want somebody that has some business, right? Think about the time that you made a transition in your career. Was it easy? Answer is no, it never is. Sure, you may have the better solution for them, but is it is the solution big enough that they can overcome that pain of the move? That's where that value consistently depositing over time comes into play. So make sure you're providing that value. Also, make sure that you are instilling culture and values into the people you're bringing into your organization. So we talk a lot about recruiting. You see all kinds of stuff about recruiting everywhere. But I think big hole, a lot of people miss. What are you doing to recruit your current agents, your current employees, your current team members? Because those should be treated just like recruits, actually better because they're already with you. What are you doing to recruit the people that are already in your organization? Are you providing more value to them than somebody else? Are you treating them way better? Are you giving them more opportunity, providing them more value? Because if you focus on just bringing in new people, but you don't provide value to your current people, you're going to always have a revolving door. And that's not what you want in a real estate organization. You want to continue to grow with the right people in the right way. Let me give you an analogy for that. Back in the day, um, I had DirecTV, Dish Network, right? Um, and I had both of them because neither one of them had good service. Sorry, dog is barking as I'm walking. Uh, but neither one of them had good customer service. Meaning, here's an example. Let's say whatever TV company that I was with. Before streaming was a thing, right? I would see something advertised for, um, hey, if you sign up for our TV service, we'll give you um, give you this premium package for $20 a month. Here I am, an existing comp- customer. I'm paying $100 a month for that same package because they were trying to recruit new customers, but they weren't retaining their current ones because they had us locked in into a contract. How many of you have that mentality with your real estate team? 
Well, they're locked into my contract. Or how many of them are treating all of them like a brand new customer every single day? You want to talk about how you really grow and recruit? Treat your current agents like a brand new agent every single day to your team. Show them how much you care about them. You know where most of those 22 recruits came from my team in 30 days? My agents brought them into the organization. Why would they bring in their competition, Matt? Because they understand the value and how much better we can do together. And they understand the importance of bringing good people into our organization, deposit into our culture that contribute to our environment. It's so, so important. You make sure to take care of the current people that you have. And if you take care of them so well, provide opportunity for them, their family, and provide an opportunity for them to bring in their friends, recruiting becomes easy because you have created a culture of winning. Winners want to hang around other winners, right? Create a culture of winning, create a culture of family, of community, and they will help you grow your organization the right way. So we have a saying on our team, culture over sales. It's not something we say, it's something we do. And just because you're a top producer on our team, if you don't contribute to the culture, it doesn't matter. You're not going to be on our team much longer because you have to contribute to our culture. Our culture is what creates the opportunity in the sales and it's culture first. Are you as a leader making decisions? No, I'm not saying go fire your top producer. That's what I'm saying. Have the proper conversations to help guide them to make the right decision. But ultimately, if they are not contributing to your culture, your environment, then it's not going to help your team get where you want to go long term. You're doing the rest of the agents on your team a huge disservice by keeping that person around if they're not contributing. The easiest, again, let me summarize this. The easiest way to recruit, take care of your current agents, take care of your current team, provide so much value that they can't help but brag about it to their friends, to where their friends want to join. I'll give you a real life example. We were renovating a new office. Our contractor was renovating that office because they were around our team, around our environment as they were renovating the office. Guess what he did? Got his real estate license, joined our team. Joined our team about two months ago. Guy's already crushing it. Tons of appointments, tons under contract in the first two months. Crushing it. He called me this week. He said, hey, Matt, I need to talk to you. I'm like, all right, what's up? I said, man, my wife, she's getting ready to get out of the military. She wants to join this team too. I didn't recruit her. He recruited for me. Because she saw what was happening to him, how happy he is at, at work, how fulfilled he is by doing what we get to do every day, by telling stories of how great our environment and how, how great our culture is, the opportunities we provide, especially to a brand new agent. That's the true secret to recruiting. Take care of what you got. All right, let me give you some long-term plays. Number one, have a CRM. Just again, treat it just like a real estate business. Generate leads, nurture your leads, follow up with your leads have a value proposition, right? Make sure you have a CRM, develop a cadence of follow-up that makes sense, provide value to those people. Don't just call them in cold call. You tell your real estate agents to cold call leads. In today's day and age, I hope not. They call hand raisers. Most successful organizations I know know how to create hand raisers and that's who their agents are talking to. How can you create hand raisers in the real estate agent? space while you're recruiting, provide valuable content. I do that through video. I do that through social media. I do that through emails. And I know who is watching my content. I know who is digesting the content. I know who's consistently opening it again and again. A lot of times they'll tell me, thank you for the content. Even if they don't, I have my CRM set up. Guess what? I know when they open the email. Surprise, that's a hand raiser. I relate that to you have a buyer that's looking on your website, right? What are you training a new agent to do? Set them up on listing alerts. What are you supposed to do as soon as that uh, that buyer sees that listing alert and opens it? Speed to lead, baby, right? Call them right away. Why don't we do the same thing and call that agent recruit while they're watching our video I just sent them? How much better is that conversation going to have as I'm in the middle of depositing value through video and I'm going to talk to them about how much more value I can provide to them through my team? I'm going to have a coaching call. I'm going to have, hey, what are you seeing in your business? What's going on in your business? What struggles are you having? What are you winning? It's going to be a much easier conversation. Don't overcomplicate recruiting. Keep it simple.
You know how to sell real estate. You know how to recruit. You just don't realize it. Same process, just a different way of doing it. Also, it's important to realize if your onboarding is not on point, I don't care how good your recruiting is. It is so crucial as you grow an organization that you continually improve your processes, your systems, especially your, your onboarding. How you onboard your agents is ultimately how you will offboard them. What do I mean by that? Nobody's onboarding is perfect. Ours is far from it. We make that clear up front. We set the proper expectations. Let me give you a little trick. Here's the, the line that I give everybody that we bring into organization. Culture is super important to us here at Matt Smith Real Estate Group. So much so that we consider ourselves family. We look out for each other. We care for each other, not just at work, but every day in every way. So you have family, right? The answer, of course. Of course I do. Well, let me ask you an honest question. Does your family have a little bit of dysfunction? Everybody's going to say yes. Everybody's got crazy Uncle Kenny or whatever you may have going in your, your life, right? Everybody's family has some sort of dysfunction. Well, just so you know, like I said, we are a family here at Matt Smith Real Estate Group. Just like your family has a little dysfunction, so do we. We're not perfect. But here's one thing we are committed to. We are committed to always putting culture first. We're committed to always doing the right thing. We're committed to always doing what we can to help each other. So if things aren't perfect in onboarding, will you bear with us? Make sure as we work through this this dysfunction that we can work through this together, that we, you're part of this team and you understand it's not always going to be perfect. Versus what do most people say in a recruit or an onboarding session? Oh, we have the best of this. We have the most leads. We have this. We have that. Oh, you come here. We'll make you successful. That's bullshit. You can only provide the environment for them to make a choice to be successful. The choice is up to them. Can you provide them more opportunity? Absolutely. And you should. You should be working on that every single day, but you can't make them successful. So how does that conversation stand out when you are honest with them? When you say, you know what? I can't make you successful. I can't give you this crazy. I can't give you 150% split. I can't give you all the leads on the planet, but here's what I can give you. And you give them the real raw information. I care about my people. I'm committed to their success. Talk about your core values. Talk about your mission. Talk about other agent success stories on your team. Quit doing the features and benefits. Don't. Make sure that you're providing them that value. Make sure you're setting up those proper expectations. Because what's going to happen if they onboard day five, the training went sideways, somebody got sick, something happened. They didn't get the lead they thought they should get. They're going to be pissed off immediately. Set the under promise over deliver. Set the proper expectations. You should always be recruiting. So crucial to your business. Don't overthink it. Don't do a features and benefits dump. Play it slow. Develop a cadence and a system and a process around it. That way you're only calling and following up with hand raisers. And when you have the first conversation, I forgot to mention this. When you have the first conversation, don't talk to them about your features and benefits. Here's the line I use. You know what, Joe? I've always looked up to you and respected you in this real estate business. Only say if it's true, right? I've really watched you from afar. And you made a great name for yourself. Appreciate you taking the time to talk to me today. I'll make this quick. Here's what I would like to do. There's a lot of changes going on in this real estate market right now. And I really like collaborating with like-minded people that are doing big things to see how we can work through this together. I feel like as an industry, we need to pull together in times like this. Would you agree? Any good person that you want to recruit is not going to say no, right? Then you say, okay, Joe, I appreciate that. Here's what I'd like to do. I'll meet you tomorrow. 10 a.m. for coffee. They'll give you some objection. They can't do it. Whatever. You do a coffee because it's quick in and out. However the objection goes, you say, Joe, look, I understand. I just want you to know I'm not the normal person that, that is calling you. I, I I would love to have you on my team because they're probably going to think, hey, it's a recruiting call, right? And that's what the objective is going to be tied around. So here's what you say. I'm going to make you a few promises. Number one, I won't talk about my business. Number two, I won't try to recruit you. I promise you I won't do that. Joe, what I really want to meet with you and have coffee, I want to talk about the only thing that's important. And that's you in your business and how I can help you. So how does, how does 10 a.m. to work, work tomorrow?
and then uphold those promises, right? Provide value, deposit. Once you get in the door, once you can actually connect with that individual, if they're the right person, eventually they will come join you because nobody else is doing it that way. Everybody else is selling, well, we have the best split. We have these leads. We have that. Guys, splits and leads change all the time. If they, if you bring them on because you have the best splits, guess what they're going to leave you for? A better split. What is it that you truly have that you can provide that's above and beyond what anybody else can provide? You need to think about that. That's your value. Whether it's your coaching, your training, your culture, their reputation, the leads, maybe the split combination of those, right? It's not just one thing. Make sure you deliver that as a package deal and ultimately deliver them the value where they can't help but join you because of the value you have deposited into them in their life. And that's how you recruit.